Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Besides the screen you spent most of your time staring at this week, chances are you are also captivated by a big screen video installation. From billboards to scoreboards, we inform and entertain audiences with our big screen solutions. Visit bigscreenvideo.com.au to see how BSV can bring your space to life. You're listening to Real Adventures for BF Goodrich, celebrating 150 years. Welcome back to Real Adventures for BF Goodrich, celebrating 150 years. It's time for the Social Club. Make sure you download our new Real Adventures app. It's got all our latest podcasts, fishing news, tips and recipes. And if you send in a question and we read it out and award you the winner, in our social club, you win yourself a new Dometic CFX ice maker fridge freezer. We're giving away 10. I reckon we've given away four yeah, so three far. three or four, I reckon, maybe four. Only and got a few left. Safe to say they're, uh, they've inspired people to shoot in many, many questions. We've got quite a few to go through today. Uh, the first one is from Stodge. Hi, guys. Do you know anyone that repairs fish finders? I have an issue with mine. I can't find... Anyone that works on them, cheers. This is a bit mm. of a challenging one, Redmond, because obviously it's quite generic in terms of got a bit of an issue, can't find anyone that works on them. Most marine dealerships will be able to point you in the direction of someone. It just depends on how old the unit is because quite often, if if we're talking sort of something that's five-plus years old, the technology moves so quickly that any old sort of setup becomes quite superfluous quite quickly. It does, and and it, and it we just we just spoke about this with video cameras. Yeah, and it can quite often cost you just as much to um, get it repaired to repair it than it would be a, a new unit, particularly for the older models because technologies move so quickly. If you've got a seven inch that five years ago or six years ago, top of the range, you paid fifteen hundred bucks for, you can get the same thing now for half that. Sometimes even less. So that's the sort of challenge you've got when you go to repairing fish finders and what's available. But if your issue is actually on water as such, so you're not getting a pickup on the bottom or if you're not getting the arches you want for a snapper, for instance, there's different. Uh, there's so many different people out there that are offering different services. For example, yep, for example, um, like Gwaine Blake. Blake, just yep. he'll come out on your boat and he knows every unit back to front. Garmin's his expert, he's expert at, but I can guarantee you that he'll get any other unit, whether it's Simrad Lawrence, working just as good as what he can get his Garmin. So it's so many different people out there that will do this to help you. Jump on social media and give Gwaine a message. There's, as you said, whether it's Simrad, um, Ray Marine, you know, all the, all the mate, Furuno, Garmin, Humminbird, um, there's experts in all these fields and there's marine dealerships that specify in selling them and they'll have the backup service. So you've just got to go to a marine dealership that actually stocks and st- sells the particular brand you've got issues with and then they'll be able to point you in the right direction in terms of maintenance or repairs. Next question is from Brendan Geary. Pat, what are your key tips for sand launching safely and avoiding embarrassment Embarrassment on the beach? Cheers. <laughs> Embarrassment's a big one. Uh 
if you're limited on beach Actually, space... it might be the big one, except when I'm at Aries Inlet getting you coffees, where are you? I'm meant to be there in 10 minutes. Where are you? The tide's coming in. I'm bogged. Don't embarrass me. That was one time. <laughs> one time, damn so don't, it. So don't answer this question. <laughs> don't launch with a... with. A small amount of beach space on an incoming tide. There's my, oh, there's I, my oh, number one tip. I can't talk either. I, got, I was at you Peter, got Peterborough last year and I had to get 14 randoms to help me push my car out. We've, we've all been there. We've we, all we'll been. actually skip this question. Brendan, we have all been there, mate. Um, number one, I think you've got to have a really good snatch and strap because the last thing you want, if you've got plenty of beach space, have a good snatch and strap and then they'll, you know, if, if push comes to shove, literally you skull drag the boat right away from the water, then you, you're limiting your risk with um, having your car bogged and you've got water around it because that's the last thing that anyone wants. Get yourself a good set of tracks because if you do have a small amount of beach to work with... Maxi tracks. Maxi tracks. Yep. Um, you end up having to drive right up onto the soft sand and that's where, you know, everyone can get in sort of trouble. But you've really got to be quite efficient. That's the that's the key, I think. Um but if you get your boat as quickly away from incoming water, skull drag it up. You know, you obviously can't do that with every sort of boat. But if you've got a tinny, then that's certainly what I would recommend. Get it away from the incoming water. And then try and be as efficient as you can with backing the boat onto the trailer and winching it up as quickly as you can. What, what about your... Uh, I know you've got a few different methods in play. You've, you've changed your winch, uh, your actual winch. Uh, it's not your seatbelt material anymore. You've got... No, it's a it's a proper cable wire, and like for for the fifteen and a half foot stavy, it is it is it's hugely overkilled in terms of what we've got. What? Why is it? Why did you go that? Because I saw a guy once at Port uh, Point Road night when they were trying to get in a six meter boat, um, and it snapped, and the D shackle went straight through his quad, and oh, he's had geez. problems with his with walking ever since. So I, I've got that in my head um, as just the absolute no no. What we always do, we always wet a towel and put it over the um, over the cable whenever we're we're dragging something up, or even when we're winching it up if it's under sort of heavy strain, because that will actually shock absorb the the wire yep. if it if it um, ricochets and launches. Um, so we do that quickly. But once again, when you're on the sand, particularly soft sand um, that is wet, the longer that your car is in one position and the engine's on and everything's sort of vibrating, the quicker that it will start to sink. So you've just got to be efficient, I think, is the most important one. Uh, my answer for that is, uh, after hearing that, that leg incident, head to uh, a local boat ramp. <laughs> Matt, Kalaja. Kalaja? Kalaja. Kalaja. While fishing in Port Phillip Bay for snapper, when is sea lice more active? Is it on a full moon or a new moon? You've had a bit of experience at different stages with sea lice. I hate sea lice. D- d- diving. <laughs> I hate sea lice. When when's they, uh, been the big issues that you've had with them? New moon. It's yep. always new moon. Uh, a way to avoid them a little bit. It doesn't. It's not going to help you. Is fishing the big tide. So when it's dark, the sea lice come out. But if you can fish the bigger tide at night, they're less active. Yep. Those slow tides. Well, it, it, for instance, doesn't matter. I'm more talking southern Port Phillip Bay. But if you're in Cryo Bay or whatnot in the sea, like, and you're in no tide of water, you're in, you're stuffed anyway on a new moon. Full moon, there won't be any sea lice. So close, the closer you get to the full moon, there'll be a lot less. There still be, it might be a few, but nowhere near the new moon. The new moon is prolific. like it's They're out of control. Chris Dolan, with the kingfish season soon to start, what is your favourite method for catching them as opposed to the most productive method? Well, I think for mine, it's surface lures. Yep. It's the most fun casting for them. They're the most temperamental fish of all time. I can't... It's so annoying to fish for. 
Yours? Oh, I'm a dirty bait fisherman. I love, <laughs> I love, uh, I love live baiting them. I don't think it's much better watching your rod get. You're just watching it, and it loads up, and it sort of looks like I call it the backwards bite, where it starts to like goes because the the weight gets lifted from the kingfish, and all of a sudden you see it start to load, then all of a sudden it hooks and just screams off. I don't think it's much better. Uh, also, getting a hit on a surface lure is awesome fun too. Oh, anything, sp- anything with kingfish, I think. We spoke to. Gwaine Blake last week, you yep. spoke about surface temperatures and water temperatures and when we're going to start to see them come in. We're seeing good numbers at the moment being caught off uh, and through Sydney Harbour. They're not massive fish, but they're, they're in quite prolific numbers. Um, when, are we, when are you going to spend more time on actually chasing them? Because you, you're not generally going to waste a day when you haven't heard reports yeah. or that temperature isn't at the right what, uh, number. What you just said, waste a day, is pretty much sums it up how I sort of fish. So I, t- I target fish I'm going to catch. And I had this argument with Craig last week because I don't fish unless I'm going to catch. And it sounds dumb, but you got to remember, this is my job. It's sort of like going, I yeah, guess... but how do you determine that whatever you're fishing for is catchable? Yeah, it's it's, it's all to the elements. And we t- this is what we talked to on Salt Guy, back to Craig. So he said to me the other day, can we field the, film the snapper on Wednesday? I said, no, it's blowing north wind. I had numerous fa- mates fish north wind in the morning that did not catch a fish. The night before, I bagged on snapper with a southwest change. So it's following the elements to increase your catches. Whiting, dirty water, strong tide. Squid, clear water. Ocean, northerly wind, it's calm. You're not going to swing as much around. You're not going to fish out there in a 25 knot southerly because you can't. You're not going to catch fish. So it's about fishing this fish at the right time. It's like going to the supermarket, owning a supermarket and not having any food there to sell for me. Like if I if it's not there to catch, I'm not going to make any money for my work. And that's how I fish and it's how I'm teaching people to fish. Rather than going, I'm fishing for snapper on Saturday and you've worked that week out two weeks ahead, it's about targeting things at the right time. Wayne went down to Welshpool during the week to look for the kingfish. Didn't find any kingfish, found a hell of a lot of, hell of, a lot of bait, reckons they won't be far behind. And I, I reckon that it's only the matter of a few weeks before the consistency is going to start to be there. But I won't go out and look for them until I start. I used to make the reports. Now I sort of follow them a little bit more. Yep. Uh, as bad as it sounds. Uh, I don't follow them where they are. I just, I, I will do the odd trip where I'll just randomly go out there and look for them because that, because the, what I'm trying to say is I will look for them if the conditions are going to line up for them to be there. But quite often that's when other people are catching them. Does that yep. make sense? Yep. So if it's an 18 degree water, it's all inside and it turns 18 degrees. I get a light northerly and the water's going to be blue. I will be looking for kingfish because I'm going to catch them. Does that make sense? It's not that I'm following the crowds. I'm fishing efficiently. So I'm not wasting time. And that's what I'm trying to teach people. Like yeah, like during the week, I did the gummies offshore. I got my calamari and got my whiting all in a few hours. So that's how we sort of target the fish these days with salt guide to teach people how to use their time as efficiently as possible for the days that they've got to fish. We're going to run out of time to answer this one, but I think it's something that we should definitely set up next week's episode around. Uh, Nathan McLean, seeing that the cray season has just started, what dive gear should I set myself up with? And do you scuba or free dive, Aaron? That's we, something that we'll focus on next week. You've done plenty of you both. Are we going to answer this one? We've got time to answer it? Quickly? No, we're going to focus a bit more on it next week, but just quickly, free dive or scuba when you're targeting I, I scuba. Free diving is too hard <laughs> for crays. Sometimes I spend 15 minutes trying to get a cray out and I can't hold my breath that long. But 
I haven't run it past the cats yet, but I'm hoping to get you in for a dive this year. Do you reckon, do you reckon you'll be allowed to come for a dive and come visit Bruce down the bottom? <laughs> I'm not interested in seeing Bruce. <laughs> Anything with a decent size. Uh, I'm more scared of what crays do to me, to my hands. They destroy my hands. That's how much they hurt. But you want to do a show next week? Crate Ivan show? We'll do a crate diving next week. Mace, you might win it next week. All right. It's time for our winner for this week's Dometic CFX Ice Maker model. Uh, they're available right throughout, whether it be Anaconda, uh, BCF, you name it. They're just about every sort of outdoor store. We're giving away one every week. And congratulations to Brendan Geary, mate. You've won yourself a Dometic CFX Ice Maker model. Congratulations. Make sure you continue to send in our questions, down, uh, your questions. Oh, did, get, you get the, did you get the choose a winner? Yeah, I did. You can do next week's. Oh, you've got two weeks in a row. I might have had three weeks in a row. <laughs> um, make sure you send in your questions. Uh, if we answer it on the show and we announce you as a winner, you pick yourself up a brand new CFX Made of about six, There's only one left because I've taken four. This is <laughs> Real Adventures for BF Goodrich. They've made a lot of memories in their 150 years. Most importantly, driving you to create memories of your own. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.